Have you used ChatGPC yet? Ooh, stay tuned. We'll tell you even more about the popular chatbot on Into Tomorrow, coming up in 30 seconds right here. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. From the Dexcom G7 Studios, the continuous glucose monitor for all types of diabetes, visit Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M.com. This is into tomorrow our 28th year covering consumer tech and this for the weekend of march 3rd 2023 i am dave graveline birthday boy hey jeez happy birthday oh yeah that's weekend right. it's in a couple of days is it not well yeah from the unless, march 3rd unless date. you're hearing this on sunday march 5th in, in which case happy birthday Settle down. Oh, sorry. You always tell me I don't get excited about anything. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you're excited about my birthday. One year closer to my inheritance. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can, can our audience believe that Chris talks to me like that? One year closer to his inheritance, if I make it even further. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. And I do feel like 100. And my throat is acting weird again. What's up with that? Oh, well, you don't look a day over 90. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Jeez. And this is my son. Ay, ay, ay. Welcome to the program, though. We got lots of uh, cool things to share with you, lots of phone calls to share, a lot of folks wanting some of our cool prizes, many of which we came back with from Las Vegas, and new stuff to share with you. And all we need to do is hear you on the show, and that wins you the prizes. It's really that easy. And speaking about March... We were, right? Yeah. In case you're not aware, March is Brain Awareness Month. Huh? Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot. No, it's Brain Awareness Month. It's I'm not Memory I'm Month. Not aware, I'm not aware of my brain. Yeah, well, that's true in many cases, I'm afraid. So, I don't know. I don't even know what that means. I guess just means to be aware that you have a brain. Oh. And if not, then I guess you didn't hear this anyway. Oh. Well, speaking of not, uh, the Biden administration declined to overrule a U.S. International Trade Commission decision that the Apple Watch had infringed health monitoring patents from a medical device company, AliveCore. Oh. AliveCore, which is based in California, said in a statement that it was informed that the Biden administration would not overrule a December decision from the ITC that found the Apple Watch infringed AliveCore patents involving electrocardiograms. Though the ITC decision could lead to a ban on Apple Watches, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office has also invalidated a live course patents, a move which the medical tech company said uh, it will appeal. Can you imagine if they banned Apple Watches? Yeah. I mean, it could happen. Like you said, it is conceivable under these circumstances. Apple would never let that happen. They would, they would settle out of court before. Yeah. They... 
Or they'd change them to peach watches or something and, yeah. and sell them anyway. Right. Uh, I doubt that'll happen. <laughs> Speaking of Apple, last week, Apple users started experiencing issues when trying to use a range of the company's services. Apple acknowledged the issue on its system status page. According to that page, a ton of its Apple services were experiencing issues or full outages. And now when we say a ton of their services were down, we mean it. Like the App Store. Apple Books, Apple Fitness Plus, Apple TV, yeah, Apple TV Plus, Apple Music, Mac App Store, and even Apple Podcasts were all down. It's a good thing I don't use any of that stuff. You, don't you monitor our show on Apple Podcasts? No, I use uh, Amazon Music oh. Podcasts. <laughs> okay. But that's an, I would consider that a major outage yeah. with a ton of the, and that's only half of the Apple services that I mentioned that were down. So somebody, I'm sure, got fired for that. Probably. Happens to the best of them, I guess. Yeah. Amazon is ordering thousands of its workers back to the office for at least three days per week, according to a company memo by CEO Andy Jassy. The move, which takes effect May 1st, marks an end to the remote or hybrid-friendly policy that had been in place at Amazon previously. It also comes a month after Amazon confirmed plans to lay off more than 18,000 workers amid broader uncertainty in the economy. In defending the policy change, Jassy argued that in-person work would lead to better collaboration and company culture. Jassy also said the in-person requirements would also give a boost to the local economies where Amazon's offices are located. Interesting. A local boost. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe that's a helpful thing. So we are hearing a lot lately about chatbots, right? And things like ChatGPC. Well, now Apple could be prepping its own AI chatbot search tool. Structure Research has identified Apple as the tech giant with the biggest plans to increase its critical power capability, leading to speculation that it could develop an artificial intelligence tool to complement Siri. Hmm. In this particular article, Desire Athau examines the possibilities, noting that Apple currently pays a substantial quote-unquote Google tax for search services. And along this chatbot line story, Microsoft's own Bing is in trouble, threatening to expose personal info and ruin a user's reputation, recently threatening to steal nuclear codes, unleash a virus, and again, Microsoft's Bing chatbot even told one person to leave his wife. Oh. <laughs> So these chatbots maybe are getting a little out of control. Oh, I see you have the machine that goes bing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was going to look for that. I have it here somewhere, but I couldn't find it fast yeah. enough, along with a Netflix thing that I was trying to play. Okay. Do that again. Eh, close. Have you ever used that surprise me feature on Netflix? Yeah, once it was stupid. Okay. Well, I've never used it. No one else has either. So they're dumping it. Good. Netflix found that users tend to come to the service with a specific show or movie or genre in mind, undermining the appeal of a function such as Surprise Me. Hmm. So show of hands of everyone listening, have you ever used the Surprise Me button on Netflix? Wow. Nobody. Oh, wait, you're driving. Both hands on the wheel. Okay. So one person. Interesting, though. Apparently, uh, they've finally realized the big picture. Yeah. Now I just need the... Da-doom. Da-doom. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Wait, it disappeared. Where is it? It's in the cloud. We need... 
We need a Bing search for for my Netflix um, sound effect. Meta announced new improvements to the Quest platform as part of the V50 OS update, including an experimental feature called Direct Touch. Which I lets, beg your pardon. Which lets users tap and swipe with their bare hands. The company also rolled out an in-game multitasking feature to MetaQuest 2 and upgraded the MetaQuest Touch Pro controllers. While Meta already has hand tracking, which launched on the Quest platform in 2019, users will now be able to do more than just pinch in the air in order to interact with VR. The direct touch setting allows users to tap on buttons, swipe through the game library, and use their hands to type out messages on the virtual keyboard, all without the use of controllers. Interesting. Well, I mean, that's an into tomorrow tech thing. Yeah. So we got to keep an eye on that. Hmm. Any idea when they, they said that they might have that sort of thing coming out? No, but it's still experimental, so it could be a while before yeah. it's out to the masses. But since we cover consumer tech available today and into tomorrow, I'm kind of hearing people go, that's how you named the show 28 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we keeping you up? Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, you know, we're very uh, chat GPT intensive on the show today, I think. Seven in ten consumers have heard of the artificial intelligence powered by chat GPT. And 77.5% of those who have tried the tech say they use it repeatedly and mostly for creative writing. Hmm. Unless you're the one that the chat bot told you to leave your wife. But if you use the AI for creative writing, is that technically plagiarism because it's not you writing the stuff? Or? Well, I don't know that it's plagiarism well, because that's you, not taking well, from someone it, else's writing. It's well, a computer writing. AI it would, I guess, be your ghost or you'd be the ghost writer for the AI or yeah. something. Or, I'm waiting whatever. for somebody to write a book and the ghost writer was just chat GPT. Yeah. Because why not? And we've experimented with it with a couple of commercial spots, as we call them, a little 30-second commercial says... Write me a commercial about this product and mention these items. Well, I, and it did a heck of a good job. Well, and I've heard of AI, you know, writing news stories. And it just kind of makes you wonder yeah. how many of the quote-unquote news stories that are out there were really written by a person. Some mm. of them, you know, may be AI. Where's the fact checkers on that? Yeah. And in this case, the popular chat GPT was forced to admit the Dems' worst nightmare, that global warming has flattened in recent years after asserting there has been an increase in temperatures. Right. Well, no, because it's not global warming anymore. Now it's I climate know. change. Now it's climate change. Right. And when the climate doesn't really change, there'll, there'll be some other excuse or some other goofy name that they're going to come up with. Yeah. Well, then it'll be, you know, the climate's supposed to be changing, but now because of us, you know, it's now it's not changing and we're just going to be stuck with this weather now forever. Yeah. It's now called weather differences. Yeah. And how is that bad? I, I don't know. Well, we shall see. What do you think? 800-899-INTO or hit that little Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you'll always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can even alert you before you go too low or when you are too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all of those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see, like more time in range and lower A1C. 
With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit www.dexcom.com compatibility. You're listening to Into Tomorrow. I'm Cameron Graveline, reminding you to participate by letting us hear you on the show and win prizes. Call 800-899-INTO. Use a free Into Tomorrow app or click the Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. Now, back to the guys. Well, well, thank you. I'm one of the guys. I'm the other one of the guys. Yeah, yeah but it's my birthday this weekend, no. not, not yours. No. So he, what he meant to say was, back to the birthday guy. Well, a couple of weeks ago was my half birthday. Uh, well, that's yeah. got to count for something. Yeah. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. With their advanced podcast hosting plans, you also get a free WordPress site to grow your podcast. Start your free trial at blubrry.com. So Blueberry without the ease, easy to get to. While they might be microscopic, microplastics could be posing some health concerns. With this week's Into Tomorrow wellness tip, brought to you by Human Touch, here's Victoria Ladock. Thanks, Dave. Scientists have discovered that over time, microplastics can alter chromosomes, as well as lead to obesity and types of cancer. Here are some tips to avoid them. Refrain from drinking out of plastic bottles. While they may be convenient, Microplastics seep into the water over time. Try using a BPA-free refillable bottle instead. It is best not to use plastic containers for storing food. After multiple uses and cleaning, the microplastics break down and are deposited into your food or down the sink. Be sure to recycle properly so our natural resources do not become contaminated. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave. Thank you, Victoria. The Into Tomorrow wellness tip is brought to you by Human Touch. For wellness every day, be sure to visit humantouch.com and rejuvenate your mind and body. Well, that got uh, Rick and Andy's attention in the control room. They need some rejuvenation. They do need some rejuvenation. And they've, uh, at least Andy has experienced the Human Touch massage chair. Has Rick experienced that one? Okay, so there you go. That's how we rejuvenate our minds and bodies. Tim in Greenville, South Carolina. Use the free Into Tomorrow app to participate. Welcome Into Tomorrow, Tim. My Android device has begun to show a search word on the bottom bar. Uh, I guess the best way to explain it is the bar that usually has a Google logo, the G, and a little microphone and a little camera on the other end, and it's just the button you press to search for things that's standard on all Androids. For some reason, those items have gone away, and it just says the word search, and it's kind of lame looking. And I was just wondering if that was some kind of crazy update that I didn't see while I was sleeping, or maybe it was uh, something I can fix. Well, Tim, we're going to try to help you out. Maybe you shouldn't be hanging around the bars too often. Yeah, maybe that, not. That's, that's not what he meant? Well, he's no. been searching for the bars. Oh, he's searching <laughs> yeah. for the bar. Got it. It was probably some random update, but you may be able to fix it. Now, a while back, Google introduced the ability to customize the search widget. Something may have wiped the current settings, but it's possible 
to both reset it to default and to customize it for that matter with brand new settings if you prefer. To reset it, you can open your Google app, then tap on your profile picture, then go to your settings. Yeah, and then once you're there in the settings, you find search widget, and under that, you go to customize widget. Now, within customize widget, you'll be able to set your own style or go back to the default settings by tapping on reset to default style. How clever. Yes. Uh, hopefully, that'll fix things for you. But if it doesn't work, uninstalling the Google app and reinstalling it might help as well. There you go. Let us know what works for you, Tim. And of course, stay tuned because we have the best listeners in the world, and others may have some additional suggestions, and we'll call in and help us because. Once we hear you on the air, if it's a question like Tim or helping another listener or some tech rage, don't worry, we've got our bleep button, so just go ahead and rage however you'd like. Uh, you also qualify for prizes, so it's that easy to do. Just call in, win stuff. And we've got some cool prizes, including uh, some new stuff from uh, Brondell this week. Oh, like what? Oh, yes. They're bidet. Yes, the Swash Thinline Luxury Bidet. It is seat. a luxury bidet. Seven hundred dollars. I mean, it is seven hundred dollar value, and boy, it's worth every nickel, because if you've never experienced this warm seat, and the washing and drying, man, you're then going to say, "Wow, how? Where have you been all my life?" So we've got one of those, and they're going to give stuff away throughout the year at least once or twice a month. Really cool stuff. So you want to possibly win one of those. What else have we got that we've come back with from, from CES? We've got uh, from Cody Worldwide. They sent us several of their noise-canceling wireless headsets. Oh, man. And are they good, too? Really good yeah. quality. We've got MoveOGO portable waterproof Bluetooth speakers from Creative. And, of course, the ever-popular, we still got a couple left, the uh, Mini Cube PCs from BlueJour. Yes, a lot of folks won them. They had they sent us 10 originally, and they said, oh, man, we're having so much fun with you guys giving them away. Here's a few more. It was like, okay, if you insist, because aren't they like $400 a piece? Yeah. Little tiny PCs that fit in the palm of your hand. And they're much more powerful than you'd think. I use one here at the studio as my main computer. Yes, and they're, they're complete computers with the cutest little tiny Wi-Fi antennas. Yeah. Yeah. And they work really well. So those are among the things we've got for you when you participate this week. So don't hesitate. Real quick, what's the easiest ways for folks to join us? Well, the easiest and most popular ways with the Into Tomorrow app. There's a message to studio button right there that will allow you to record it and send it right to us. Of course, everybody listening, you guys especially have the Into Tomorrow app on your phones. Show us. Go ahead. Show me. <laughs> Yeah, show me. Oh, very good. Yeah. Well, while, the, okay, while, they're whipping their while they're whipping their phones out or whipping it out to show us, uh, you could also <laughs> use that phone to, to place a phone call and call. Uh, well, Rick, Rick, Rick has it. Yeah. Now, Andy, he, he's trying to download it real quick so, yeah. so he can save his butt. Well, we got gigabit service here, so it should download quickly for him. Yeah, exactly, if they're um, on our okay. Wi-Fi network. But you can also uh, use, use it as a phone to call us at 800-899-4686. Wait, so you can actually use your phone as a phone? Yeah, believe it or not. And call us anytime, 24-7. 800-899-INTO. Okay. Or stop by intotomorrow.com and click that Ask Dave microphone. Uh, and what happens when they do that? Well, you can record a message very much as you would in, a, in our app and, and uh, send it right to our studio. Oh, very good. And you remember Cameron's most famous line. Hey, everyone. Cameron Graveline here. Remember, call in, win stuff. Thank you. And he's right. Yeah. Thank you. So participate, win stuff, join the program once we hear you on the air. That's all it takes. And you win. 
Be sure to visit us anytime at intotomorrow.com. Sending voice messages instead of typing can save you a lot of time. But listening through those five or 10 minute monologues from your friends is time consuming and often just not possible. Imagine being in a meeting, lecture, or any loud and crowded environment. Textify is an app for iPhone that converts those annoying voice messages into easily readable text at the touch of a button. Get Textify now from the App Store. Our next guest is with the company behind HP Personal Storage, including SSDs, DRAM, portable SSDs, and memory cards. He's a good one to know if you need memory cards, amongst other things, because he's the Marketing and Alliances Director for North America and the EU. Quite a bit of territory there, this guy. For Bywin Storage Technology, Bob Snyder. Welcome back into tomorrow, Bob. How you doing? I'm doing great, Dave. It's great to be back in Las Vegas. Yes. Oh, and, and good to have you with us on the show. My last interview was about the end of uh, Yottabyte and that whole era we talked about, uh, about Yottabytes, right? How yeah. many bytes was Yottabytes? I don't even remember. Well, 10 to the 24. Oh, you know? yeah, sure. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm great in math, so I, that means a lot. Right. <laughs> if, you, if you stacked up CDs to a Yottabyte, you'd reach Mars. Whoa. So, well, that gives you a pretty good idea then, yeah, right? That's, it's an that's, awful lot. That's yeah. an awful lot. So yeah. now the data scientists have met, and I'm told there's a solution for Yottabytes. Like, where do we go next? Right. So, again, originally what happened is we, as an industry, ran out of the imagination of the data scientists on what we call these numbers for the amount of storage that we create for content, data, and video. And now, you know, the scientists have finally met and they've now voted and decided on the next names for what comes after Yotabyte. So we're in the Zettabyte era now. Oh, geez. We're, we're by 2030 going into the Yotabyte, but we're accelerating. So we're going to pass through the Yotabyte in, in 10 years or less. And then now finally we have a name for what we're going to be in after that. You know? so. And that's Zettabyte. No. No. Zettabyte was before. Now oh, before. And then they voted. And it, it took a lot of time and effort of all these data scientists across the world, different cultures, great PhDs, intelligence. And we've decided we're going to call it Ronabyte. Ronabyte? Ronabyte. Like Corona? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, come on. What it, brilliant I, scientist I came up with you that? Well, we've all been dealing with Corona. Uh, let's, let's call let's it Rona. Maybe, maybe they pronounce it Rana. Maybe they're French. Oh, yeah, maybe that so, could be. Ooh, my. The point is, is that the group came together and they recognized the problem, so they made another one past it. So in case we shoot through that very quickly, we get to face the Quetabyte. Oh, jeez. And, of course, we're going to go surpassing all of these yes, various ones because yeah. that's what keeps doing more than exponentially. Yeah. Well, with, with you know, the 200 million content creators across the world, you yeah. know, I mean, we're all generating massive need for storage and massive need for you know, higher quality storage. You know? So HP is here at the Showstoppers press yes. event, and, and of course you're representing them and, and yes. working with them. Uh, so you guys make these HP branded products for license, I guess, to other companies, yes. and you brought, brought a couple of things to I show, did. so let's, let's do just that. Sure. What have we got here? 
Well, I, I just brought, because we make under license for, for HP, that mm -hmm. is, it's, we're not OEMs, we make it under license. So we get to design, build, market, and sell these products to the market. But HP, you know, it, the brand is their most important asset, so they, obviously they have a lot of trust levels and you have to be, you can't let HP down, let me put it that way. Yeah. I brought you two HP's SSD drives, one, is the Pro, and that is you know ranked by a lot of the media as one of the top drives in the market today, and you can read a lot of great reviews about it. The other one is actually very interesting because it's it's cashless DRAM. So what happens is that it's typically considered to be a, a, um, a slightly inferior product because it's doing with software what it normally did with hardware. Oh, okay. But that software is so good now that this product's killing it, and the price point you know, makes it undercutting the hardware products out in the market. So nice. the FX900 and the FX900 Pro are two of the exciting products that you can put in your computer today to go faster and speed up. And, and what are the price points? So folks get an idea that now that we're teasing them and showing them. Uh, well, again, it's a little complicated in our business because you know, this, what I'm showing you here is is one terabyte and there is a, a one terabyte of the other one too. So the one terabytes, you know, these days are, are still up in the hundreds of dollars. You know, but again, you can get lower or higher. We sure. go up to four terabytes today. Nice. And uh, again, I, I think now probably you're, you're not going to buy anything less than 256, but generally the manufacturers of, of the equipment they make 256, they put it in the laptop so they can hit a cheaper price. Sure, And sure. the first thing that happens is you should be upgrading that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and we've been saying ever since uh, SSDs came out that yeah. once you go SSD, you never go back. You never go back. And especially yeah. if yeah. folks are looking to upgrade their laptops as sure. a great example, you know, if yeah. you just do that, yeah. you're going to have a whole new machine. Yeah. And, and this is the one point I wanted to make today, you know. You know, you and I have been in the industry a long time, you know, and th this is like being on this. Have you watched Snowpiercer? It's like a giant train, you know? Yeah. And that engine, which is the Intel and the AMD, the CPUs and the PC industry, when that steps up and becomes a new engine, faster engine, better engine, then all the other cars look a little sadder behind it. <laughs> yes. And then they have to upgrade. Yeah. And then once the car upgrades, then you start worrying about the furnishings inside, the components <laughs> right. have to upgrade. So yeah. right now we're in the middle of a, of, a, of a serious upgrade time for PCs compared to the lull we've been in. And we're doing our part as a storage manufacturer at HP to, to, to give people a way to improve the cars that affect the speed of the train the most after the CPU. I so. love the analogy. It actually works. And yeah. uh, in our remaining couple of seconds, uh, Bywin yeah. has some big corporate news to share. Yes, yes. So Bywin is one of those Chinese companies that you probably haven't heard of, but we're significant enough that we've been listed now on the Shanghai Stock Exchange. We had an IPO. Well, congrats. It, it was right at December 30th, so most people don't know about it. Hmm. But it gives us financial background, you know, that we need to expand globally using, you know, our manufacturers that we work with like HP on the consumer side. Sure. But also we're very famous for the the uh, components inside the consumer electronics products here at CES. Awesome. So we're, we're in 
VR headsets. We're in, you know, Fitbits. We're in everything. Good. Know, along the way. That's a good position to be in. Yes. <laughs> to be in everything. Yes. And, of course, more info can be obtained at the website hp Tech. B-I-W-I-N-Tech.com. And we'll get you there, too, so you'll see what Bob and his team are up to on a regular basis. But congrats, especially on uh, the new IPO and good things happening with these folks. And they're certainly not giving up on making sure we have the right amount of storage. Thanks again for joining us, Bob. My pleasure, Dave. Always good to be here. Yes, glad to have you. Bob Snyder with BuyWin, hp-buywintech.com. Again, we'll get you there. Just visit us at intotomorrow.com, and you'll see all of our interviews from Showstoppers here in Las Vegas and everything else we're doing over these next several weeks on the broadcast. I am Dave Graveline. Into Tomorrow continues. You don't want to miss a minute of it. And make sure you check out all the videos at intotomorrow.com. Do you own a business? What do your customers hear when they call? Every business is unique, and Advanced Productions can help you create custom voicemail greetings or an on-hold production. Call us today at 888-899-8511. For over 40 years, we've been providing affordable audio and video services to businesses around the world. Let us create a custom holiday on-hold message for your business for less than $200. Call us today at 888-899-8511. Or visit onholdaudio.net. Our next guest here in the Human Touch exhibit is helping people unlock their potential by tapping into our brains. Now, that may sound scary, but we've seen what they do, and they're partnering with our friends here at Human Touch. This is really cool technology. The co-founder of a company called BrainTap and Unicorn Health Hmm. is Joshua James Bailey. Joshua, welcome into tomorrow. How are you? You Oh man, I'm doing so good. It's been so great hanging with you guys. Oh, well, it's you're yeah, you're just next to us in our little broadcast area here and every time we look over, you're doing some pretty wild things, tapping into people's brains and they said, "You want to try it?" And I said, "I don't have a brain, so that's not going to work." But you're not reading minds, I don't guess, but you're doing something kind of cool. Yeah, it's really some it's summed up as the brain fitness company and uh-huh. i think you do have a brain because you're free you're, you're, you're setting expectations low but you are a genius oh, and uh but we do definitely want to sharpen that saw for the genius side of you uh-huh. uh, but yeah sleep dementia you know we did a study you know all these women and we they, we just got them to where they couldn't even get diagnosed with dementia again 60 days in or less i use it as a charity now Tell what? me who got what? how got's problems, and I, I spend time with them and, and put the ball in their court. So my staff thinks I'm getting dementia already, so you mm. can reverse that? Absolutely. Yep. And how does one do that, then? We just do these sessions on the brain tap, and uh, mm. it uses neuroplasticity work. And it's uh, I, I can tell you more if you want to know about different technologies but that are stacked together. Absolutely. And those listening on the radio not yet seeing the video, be sure to visit intotomorrow.com and look for the interview with Joshua from BrainTap. And you're going to show us a, what appears to be a rather unique headset. Kind mm-hmm. of v- reminds me of a typical v- uh, VR headset maybe, but it does a whole lot more. Yeah, and just a quick fact. Um, I'm not the co-founder, but I helped create the brand 
for BrainTap. And the genius, wonderful guy that everybody should at least hear his podcast is Dr. Patrick Porter. And for I think he won Gadget of the Year in 1989 with this same technology, but it was a whole bunch of stuff. Now we've got it in a hand, the palm of your hand, and everybody can use it at home now instead of just at the clinics, the wow. doctor. Office. So it's not only a headset that does some things you're going to tell us about, absolutely. but comes with an app, of course, because mm-hmm. everything comes with an app now. It just now. makes it easy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then you're going to get some pretty interesting results, I'm guessing. Yeah. I mean, we actually have a – it's used in the uh, – the astronaut program in Russia that Dr. Porter works with the scientists there for 10 years plus collaborating. We ch- In four minutes, we test the nervous system over here. Maybe you'll get some B-roll of that later, but we look at their uh, biological age versus their real age. Um, we look at uh, everything from sympathetic to the metabolic rates for these people, and we, f- we give them this before test. Then we put them on the BrainTap app, and we do a small 10-minute session. And we say, man, look what we can do in 10 minutes. And then we do that post-test, and we show them the before and after so they don't have to think of placebo. Like, we're really showing you this science using ECG and pulse analysis and heart math of what the change was. So it's your real results. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, so it's using auricular therapy. There's red, uh, blue, different uh, lights in the ears, and it's called auricular therapy. And there's a, a scientist, you, anybody can Google him. and it's Since when can our ears see? So it's noje frequencies. So the noje is the scientist's name, and it's using this light to create vibration. So the vibration is using these auricular therapy, is using the acupuncture points, so it's like acupuncture without the needles, into the meridians of the ear, which is helping to increase hemoglobin production. That's This is combined with the lights inside the visor. You, you mentioned VR. It's much different than VR. Now, even though it's more simple than VR in the sense of not having to do all the, the, the flashiness of VR, you close your eyes. And through here, this light is the morning and setting sun frequency. And what's happening, your brain is connected to your eyes and your ears. I mean, you literally are connected. Sure. And sure. so the, the light is helping that person and guiding them. You'll notice sometimes it looks like they're just on. Sometimes they're going really slow. And it's taking them from an awake state. It's called frequency follows response. And we, we can't start in a sleep frequency. We have to start where you're at and then guide you down. And in someone so, that meditates, so will that put me to sleep? Two minutes. Someone who's working on meditation can get into a deep theta where you get super learning, epiphanies, revelation. Oh, you know, eureka! But then you get into delta, which is the next level down. So it goes gamma, beta, alpha, theta, and then delta. What we want in sleep is a real deep delta sleep. That's what we really want. Now, and people can get that in, in a 15, 20 minutes sometimes, uh, or they need a little bit more work. And with BrainTap, they can get some phenomenal sleep. So is this monitoring also the nervous system it's as not, part of the overall picture? This or? is what's called neurofeed in. We're telling the brain what to do versus neurofeedback. Oh. There are a lot of innovation partners such as human touch, um, the Helium Group, uh, we have probably six partners here in innovation where they provide different modalities such as Aura Ring or BioStrap. Even an Apple Watch is kind of more basic information on oxygen levels and sleep levels, how it was. So, so lots of people choose their own adventure on how to track what it's doing. Wow. Plenty of options there. But this is doing the work. This is the brain fitness side of it. And I understand it's, as a result, can kind of unlock areas of the brain. Oh, yeah. Maybe that we either haven't used or used Mm -hmm. efficiently. That, but also it breaks down the plaque that causes things like autism. Uh, Not autism. That's another discussion that we've done huge breakthroughs in. Uh, But uh, Alzheimer's. Oh. Um, So the MIT studies, there was two because they didn't believe the first one. And it was really, really cool what's been happening in that arena. Um, So that's creating, through that process of listening to the mobile app, 
which here it is if you want to see how. Oh, yeah. It's sure. playing a session right now, and it, it goes through this algorithm. But there's these bundles and things where Dr. Oz to Mercola to Deepak Chopra all have really cool things they've done. What we do is take that type of science, and, and we have a guided meditation from professional doctors coupled with all of this stuff. People have heard of these terms, isochronic tones, binaural beats, 10 psychoholographic music, the noje, the auricular therapy. All of that is combined to a certain science and algorithm to work harmoniously together to get this result so quickly. Jeez. People will see results in one session. They come off of a 10-minute thing here with thousands of people around, yeah. noise. I say, hey, you're going to hear stuff, but just let the technology do its work. If I give them a little warning, they, l they relax and let it happen. They come back and like, hey, did it do something to my migraine? It's gone. I'm like, well, pain is optional. That's a quote from Dr. Porter. I love that quote. Whoa. Pain is optional. <laughs> it's a great indicator of what we need to optimize, yeah. but it's optional. And if we get people out of beta and into alpha or theta, alpha is a cool, relaxed state. Like you're switching sensory motor rhythm. You're switching into alpha to listen. I'm in beta. I'm pushing out. Elite athletes have great sensory motor rhythm. They switch back and forth. They get fouled. They have to listen to the coach. Then they got to get back on, do what the coach said. Yeah. Switching back and forth. This can help people have that elite athlete side very quickly. They're not going to be an athlete. They're not going to get out there and slam dunk. Oh, I was going to th thought but their maybe brain, you'd make me an elite athlete. But the <laughs> brain is going to give you cat-like reflexes, and I've noticed that in my personal life and how I'm driving and things since I've been doing this. Oh, my gosh. And then with my anger, I tell my wife, babe, I'm going to ask, can you help me? Can you help me? <laughs> Probably not. I'm not going to go to a counselor. I'm not going to spend time going to my, my church leader. But I can secretly, as a man, let go of some ego because no one knows, and I'll search in the little search bar, anger. And I've done that many times. I come from a construction family, farming, and, and we were fight to get it done, fight to be right. Yeah. Now it's like, man, I am so chill, and I'm in the moment all the time. But I don't, come on, I don't want to bore you, man. What else do you have as a question? <laughs> well, we're way out of time. My main <laughs> question is, is BrainTap available for us as consumers? Yes, I know you guys are consumer tech. I want to work with you on a lot of things. I would love to get you guys something really awesome for people, too. We can hook your people up. I am not interested in seeing how much money I can make on this i just want to help people our mission is to better a billion brains i'd love to hook my people up that's for sure what does it cost though is it something you Re can buy yeah, and retail, then with it's the five, app 547 retail okay and you don't mean just under six dollars it's 547 yes okay. and then you get a you get the mobile app um we try to make it unappealing to do the nine dollar a month thing we try to get people into a 29 dollar get everything the doctors have kind of thing so we've got 2,500 plus doctors and practitioners that use this for profit in practice from everything from Parkinson's to Lyme disease to hyperbaric chambers and oh, all that. Oh, so they'll keep mm -hmm. one in their office and use it for oh, their all patients. All the time. So we want you to have this at home, on the fly, in the airplane, literally. Mm. Uh, but we'll make it easy for your people. We'll just do like a whole bundle and they get the whole year. Don't have to worry about a monthly fee. We'll give them extra stuff just because you're nice to us. We're going to hook people up. Well, see, now we got to charge him for a commercial. <laughs> you want to visit <laughs> BrainTap. Dot com and you'll see all the things that Joshua was talking about and what he and the team there at BrainTap are working on. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us. You're right. Chris is getting B-roll, and we'll put we'll put Julio on the BrainTap and see if you can mellow him out because <laughs> he has not anger issues but annoying issues. So can you get the annoy, annoyingness out of him? That would be amazing. He will be a supreme being when we are done. Oh, I, I just think a being is helpful, but a supreme being, I'm all for that, and we'll shoot it on video. So stay tuned and check it all out at intotomorrow.com where we will link you to BrainTap as well. I'm Dave Graveline from the Human Touch Exhibit. More from Las Vegas after this. Stay tuned.
Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses, from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. Welcome back into tomorrow. You're tuned to our 28th year covering consumer tech. This for the weekend of March 3rd. Happy birthday weekend. Well, thank you. 2023. So, yes, it is my birthday weekend. I wonder what Rick and Andy got me. Other than probably the same thing they got you last year, yeah, <laughs> just just and the year before trouble, yeah, exactly. Uh, but we appreciate you tuning into tomorrow, and whether it is my birthday weekend or otherwise, we hope you tune in all the time. But thank you. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Stream Guys, streaming media solutions for the smartest businesses on the internet. Visit StreamGuys.com. Ah, very fine. The telephone is patented. The Soviets prep for human spaceflight. And a new storage technology makes its debut. It all happened this week in tech history. Jump aboard the time machine. You got mail. Time to head into yesterday with this week in tech history. History, 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 history. history. Here's Chris. This week, way back in 1876, Dave Graveline was there when Alexander Graham Bell rang up a nice. birthday. It's <laughs> nice. This is what I have to put up with. Thanks. Yeah. I'm but, not quite that old. Okay. Well, well, in 1876, Alexander Graham Bell rang up a patent for his invention, the telephone. Oh, did that. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. you know. Dave's not here! (laughs) It was an invention, incidentally, that almost bankrupted his company in the beginning. Wow! Just a few days later, Bell sent the first clear telephone message into a nearby room to his assistant. Hello, Moto. Mr. Watson, come here, I want you, were the first words spoken into the invention that Bell had created. Cool. In 1891 this week, Almond Stroger patented the Stroger Switch, a device which led to the automation of telephone circuit switching and eliminating the need for telephone switchboard operators. The story goes that the invention came about because Stroger, an undertaker by trade, believed that phone calls were being routed to his competitor, who was married to one of the operators. Oops. Stroger sold his patents for $1,800 to his associates, who subsequently sold them to Bell Systems in 1916 for $2.5 million. Was it as good for you as it was for me? It certainly wasn't as good for Almond as it was for the people he sold it to. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my. In 1961 this week, in the midst of the space race, the Soviet Union successfully launched Sputnik 9, carrying a dog and a human dummy named Ivan Ivanovich, along with some mice and a guinea pig. The spacecraft was only intended to complete a single orbit, so it was deorbited shortly after launch and re-entered on its first pass over the Soviet Union. The launch demonstrated that the Soviet Union was ready to begin human spaceflight. And this week in 1979, Phillips demonstrated the compact disc publicly for the first time. At the time of the technology's introduction to the market in 1982, a CD could store much more data than a personal computer hard disk drive, which would typically only hold about 10 megabytes. That's our look back at this week in tech history. History, history, history. history. Excuse me? This one's especially (laughs) for Andy. Let's get nuts! He's in the control room eating your nuts. Yeah, get your hands off my nuts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a good thing it's a family show. Yeah, we're talking about we're talking about a, a bag of pistachios yes. that Chris has or had in yeah. the control room. <laughs> Yikes! Oh uh, well, Carl in the Dakotas. Apparently, he's not sure which one. Maybe he's from both. 
Oh, he could be like <laughs> straddling the state lines. Yeah, one leg oh, on each side. It could be. I've done that on the equator in Quito. Oh. That was fun on a satellite phone. And I was in the north and the south at the I same did time. That in uh, Arizona and Nevada on the Hoover Dam. That doesn't count. No. Everybody does that. No. Anyway, Carl and the Dakotas use the Ask Dave button. Thank you, Carl, at intotomorrow.com. Hey there. I have an older brother laser printer. It's not wireless. And I was wondering if there's such a thing as a USB dongle that I could attach to the printer that would turn it into a wireless printer using Windows 10. Well, Carl, unfortunately, I got to tell you, probably not. But you may get lucky. The reason we say probably not is because the printer is old. Normally, the wired-to-wireless devices come from the manufacturer, who will probably not be supporting wireless printing for such an older model. Now, if your model has an Ethernet port, you should be able to plug it into your router. That would make it a part of the same network that your wireless devices can access, and then you'd be able to print wirelessly. Now, if you have an old computer laying around, you may also be able to turn it into a print server by connecting your printer to it and sharing that over the network. Now, you can do that using a small, cheap computer like a Raspberry Pi as well, but that's not likely to be worth your while right now since they're very hard to find and they're selling for well over their MSRP at the moment. Yeah. So, unfortunately, we couldn't give you a uh, wave the magic wand kind of answer and and uh, solve that problem, but you might be better off. They're so inexpensive these days and just getting a new one. And it will be wireless, and then it'll work. Janet in Mississippi, welcome into tomorrow. I've got a question about travel cameras. I have gotten three or four in the last couple of years, and every one of them seems to break. Oh. It's working. I put another card in it. It won't work. The batteries run down quickly. But the main thing is that they just quit working. Oh. Can you tell me the very best camera I can get? You know, I'll pay the money if I know it will last a long time. Well, first of all, Andy's in the control room holding up his Samsung Fold phone and offering it to her. It's a a camera. It's very nice. I think that's really very nice of him. So, uh, which, of course, is a good point, Janet, because you got your phone. But honestly, unless you have specific needs these days, your best bet for a travel camera is, drumroll... Your smartphone. They have solid cameras. They're reliable. And you'll already, of course, be carrying it. And now, if you want a standalone camera and you've had issues with cameras breaking, you can look at ruggedized cameras. For example, the Nikon Coolpix W300 has been around for a very long time. And it's waterproof, shockproof. Uh, The newer versions of it have even been updated to be able to do 4K video and take really big pictures. Panasonic's Lumix DC-TS7 is their equivalent offering, if you like them better. Uh, But the cameras themselves will be about as good as each other. Both of those are specialty products these days, since most people just use their phones. Uh, So they'll both cost you roughly $550, which place them in line with entry-level DSLRs and mirrorless cameras. Yeah. Now, DSLRs and mirrorless cameras will usually be more versatile since they typically offer interchangeable lenses and are built for better optical quality. Yeah, now the catch there is that if you can take off a lens, then the camera is not dustproof or waterproof, so they might be too delicate for your use. Yeah, but Janet, hopefully we've thrown enough suggestions out at you that uh, you can give one or more of them a try, but initially, just 
use your smartphone and see how that works out for you for a while. Just be careful with it. You know what happens when you visit us anytime at your leisure at intotomorrow.com? Well, there's a lot that can happen. But a little box pops up. Yeah, and you put your email address in. And? And that gets you on the list for our once-a-week free tech newsletter. There you go. It's only once a week. It's free, and it has tech news. And we don't spam you. It has tech news and stuff. It's important that you remembered that. Uh, But exactly, it's just your email address. We don't share it with anyone in spite of the constant begging. Uh, from companies and so forth, and we've not shared it with anyone in 28 years, anybody's email. We're not going to start now. But of course, if you love us, because we love you, you get our once-a-week tech newsletter. Your email address only, and then watch your email, because it's a double opt-in program, which means you're going to get an email saying, are you sure you want this? You click that link, and voila! You get our free tech newsletter, among other things, this week. Yeah, we've got a, a hacker breached LastPass by installing Keylogger on an employee's home computer. Oops. The hacker also exploited a vulnerability in a third-party media software package to help launch malware on the employee's computer. Uh-oh. So we got that and more. you got to check out the hmm thoughts because they make you smile. Chris puts three or four of those in every week because he wants you to smile. Always. Yeah, very good. And I'm smiling, too, all the time. Because it's your birthday weekend. Yeah, that must be it. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just weird that way. That's true. I smile because it makes people nervous. Yeah. What is he smiling about? That's what I've always said. Always smile because that way it makes people wonder what you're up to. Exactly. <laughs> what are you up to? Hopefully joining us at intotomorrow.com.